Welcome to the Secrets of Confident Women podcast, where you'll learn all the best tips, tricks, and practical techniques for building the confidence levels you've always wanted. With inspiring interviews, real-life examples, and game-changing insights, this podcast is for women who know that mastering the skill of confidence is one of the most important things they'll ever do. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Secrets of Confident Women podcast. I'm Anastasia, one half of Rise Women, and today we'll be doing something a little different. Today, I'll be interviewing the other half of Rise Women, my very cool business partner, Jodie Bruce Clark. Say hi, Jodie. Hello. So, for I've those never been of you, interviewed before like I know, this. It's going to be very exciting. <laughs> it's nice on my own, my own podcast. I know. I know. You're a special guest today. Um, <laughs> so, for those of you who are new to this podcast and to our community, Jodie is actually the biological mother of Rise Women. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, this I've business. I've never, ever heard it sound yeah, said yeah, like that. She has three before. children. Um, this it business is. was her baby. And whilst it may have started many, many years ago, just as an idea and a simple concept to help women with their confidence, it's just evolved into something so much more now. Uh, so firstly, Jodi is the author of Pumped, Confidence Techniques That Will Have You Standing Taller in the World, which is a book that was literally sitting on her shelf for years until I forced her to publish it because yes. it was just so good. Like 10 so years. Good. Yes. <laughs> Um, she's also a speaker who loves being on stage and speaking to an audience about her favorite topic, which as we all know is confidence. Uh, she's a killer confidence coach as so many of her clients will attest to, because I swear to you, she has helped so many women change their lives. It is crazy. And we get testimonials from them all the time. Um, and she's also my business partner in crime, which is awesome. Because we share a great love of stilettos, coffee and sparkly things. <laughs> we do. Among right. a few other things. Yeah, but yeah, yes, they're yeah. the priorities. There are priorities. three core. <laughs> like if there was nothing else left in the world, stilettos, coffee and sparkly things, we're good. We're good. But today our goal is to help you to get to know Jodie just a little bit better. We want you to know what drives her, um, what personal experiences have gotten her to where she is today. But most importantly, we want you. We want to get all that great stuff that she knows about confidence out of her head and into yours. Because I'm telling you, there is a treasure trove of information in there that you really want to be able to access. So let's get into and it. And some Jody. stuff you don't want to access maybe. Yeah, yeah. We'll leave that <laughs> stuff alone. <laughs> we'll leave that stuff alone. Um, welcome to your podcast. Oh, my goodness. Thank you for having me on my podcast. <laughs> I know. I'm well, really yours excited. And it's ours. It's ours. No, I mean it's yours like we're interviewing you. This oh, is yes. all about you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be exciting. Um, so let's get right into it. Why don't you start with telling us a bit about yourself, your family and your background? Okay. So I am married. I've been married just over four work just 14 years just out of 14 years um I have two children which we we talk about just come up a few times in the podcast my daughter's in high school and my son is in primary school plus I'm the dog mama of two very cute little dogs (laughs) (laughs) and we've got a new one because we've just rescued a little one um so Evie and Heidi are my other two. So I do have four children, yeah. um, and plus I was never women, I was never a dog woman. Yes, plus five rise women. <laughs> um, I was never a, a pet person until I got a, a dog, and then I've gone really over to the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> we have two dog mascots in the office. Every yes. once in a while, they just walk in. They do check out what we're check doing. Out, and walk out. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I live in Sydney, and you know I've been working from home and working in this business for. Uh, oh my goodness, it's scary to say, but it's coming up to 20 years. There was times off, time off in between to have kids and do those sorts of things. But um, yes, it's been a long, 
a long time since I since I've sort of been doing doing this work. And I really look really I grew up in the hospitality industry and I completed a um a marketing management degree at uni really for the sole purpose of going into hotel management which I always wanted to do I loved it. Um and I did work I was worked in you know sort of really big hotels around the world in reservations and and uh conference management. Um and that actually took me to, which a lot of people probably wouldn't know, that I actually lived in Scotland for four years. Yeah, too cold. Living, it was cold. I'm it sure was, it's beautiful. But it was cold. Cold. <laughs> it was beautiful. And it is cold, yes. Yeah. And well, more than just being cold, it's they don't have summer. They just don't have summer yeah. as yeah, we Yeah, not know a fan. It. Not a fan. Summer's <laughs> like one weekend in August that they... <laughs> That they get, you know, that they reach twenty five degrees. Um, but you know, from that, I'd done, I'd, I'd done a lot of traveling from that, yeah. from that point as well. So when I returned, I returned back to Australia in two thousand, and it was in two thousand and one that I actually found coaching. And you know that, as we've mentioned on a previous podcast, I was retrenched from the hotel industry when. Uh, when we had September 11 yep. and um, in New York and from that I actually set up my business I was already doing my coach training so that was sort of like the catalyst that moved me on to this new yep. this new life this new role this whatever and now I work you know full-time in Rise you know obviously around juggling kids and all the rest of it um I do a little bit of contract work building websites, <laughs> as you do. Jodie's um, actually built our website. I built everybody. our website, and so then I've go helped over and have a look because it's I, awesome. I've helped a couple of friends build their websites. Yeah, um, which I just really enjoy doing. I just it's sort of almost like a creative outlet for me. Yeah. Um, I don't know what else can I tell you. I manage my kids' soccer team, as you do. Um, oh, you don't. I'm don't a you know? <laughs> red color of red addict, as yeah. you know. It's all, it's everywhere. Uh, and I love big silver earrings and statement jewelry pieces, and yes, obviously, which I also know. Yes, you know that. So, and Jody obviously, will be what you're sitting said. here with like the most casual outfit and just chilling, and there's like big silver I stars love hanging off. Yes, her ears. I love the big best. statement earrings. Yeah. So, yeah. So I don't that know. Is very That's cool. A little bit about me and my background, I guess. All right. So let's get a bit deeper into it then. So tell me, even though I can kind of see it, tell us all what's on your vision board right now. My vision board. Uh-huh. Well, I'm pretty. I've got to say, I am pretty hopeless at doing vision boards. <laughs> I get all inspired and cut out pictures, and and, and then it just never really gets updated. It's a deconstructed vision it's board. It's a deconstructed it yeah, over our walls. It's, it's pictures sort of pinned up around. But um, I really want to go to that restaurant in the Greek islands. Yeah. That's on top of the cliff in Santorini, and I do have the name of it somewhere, and I it's I I don't know what that is, but it's overlooking the sea. I just one day yeah. want to go to and sit at that table, and that. So that's on Ladies, my. Stay tuned. One day we will be recording a podcast. Yes, from wouldn't there. that be great? Wouldn't that yes. be great? Um, I'd love to be a New York Times bestseller. Sure. So I do. I'm not. I haven't quite got. The, the which book it will be or whether it's a new book. And we want to do that legitimately because yes. we know some people pay to be New York Times bestsellers and that's not what we want to do. But legitimately have put something out into the world that is that is a, a New York Times bestseller. Yeah. And I would love the other thing on my vision board, <laughs> I would love a pair of Sarah Jessica Parker shoes. Oh, so gorgeous. I visited that store in Las Vegas when we were there 
a couple of years ago and it was it's an amazing store. Yeah, don't, the don't only trouble that. is I do have quite large feet and I'm not sure the points on her shoes are actually, but I will find something. You know what? Even if I actually only had a pair as artwork on I'll the, wear them for I will you. put them on a shelf. No, no, no. no just no, to, no, 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 to look no, really. at. No, 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 really. Get them in my size and no, I'll wear them for you. Own. you have to get your own. Um, I'd be quite happy with just a pair to look at on the yeah, on um, the, she's pretty on amazing. my shelf. But that's they're my yeah my vision board. That's cool. Things at the moment. That's very cool. Um, so tell me, just let's let's start getting into the topic of confidence. Yes, I know let's that we know that. a bit more about you. Um, what does confidence or being a confident woman actually mean to you? Okay, so I think for me, conf it's really about just being able to be myself, like speak my mind, just say what I want to say and just being able to be self-expressed, like be who I want to be. I'm a, yeah. you know, I'm a I'm bold, I like offbeat things, I love glitter. You know, I just want to be fully self-expressed and enjoy being me and feel comfortable being me and sort no of lose that, lose that bit about, Oh, what will people think if I wear this or do this or wear, you know? Yeah. Um, and I have practiced that over the years and it's taken time to go, no, 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 I want to wear this so who cares what people think. Yeah. But just in, in general, and I'll tell you a funny story, you know, even when actually I was living in Scotland and um, I it – was, it was the 90s. Right. And uh, – the Spice Girls released their new album, <laughs> which wasn't a CD in those days. Yes, it was. And, oh, my God, I wanted the CD. But I was so nervous about letting anyone know that I wanted the Spice Girls CD, <laughs> right, that I remember walking into the CD shop because they yeah. had CD shops in those days and saying to the guy, the you know, probably some cool, you know, funky yeah. um, guy at the counter – and I oh, know I had it in my hand and I went up to buy it and I was like, and I said to him and I'd constructed this whole, like, this is for my niece. Yeah, I did. <laughs> you did not. I did. I said exactly that. I said, is this their latest album? Cause my niece wanted it. I said exactly that Anastasia. Cause I was too just embarrassed. unconfident yeah. to actually just claim my stake in the world. Yeah. And I remember that very clearly because I walked out. I mean, he couldn't have given two hoots who I was buying. Yeah. Or, you know, and he probably wouldn't care. It's cool it just, to be confident. I'd made so. up this whole big thing about this anyway. And, but I remember it very clearly because I did walk out going, that was so stupid. Like yeah. what? Like It's disempowering, it isn't it, to not own it? Not own yeah. it. And, you know, I've just – I've learned a lot of things, for, you know, as we go, as I've gone through the years to just pull myself up and go – that was dumb. I didn't need to do that. Like I just didn't need to do that. But I just, you know, I think confidence and what I want confidence, you know, when we talk about being a confident woman to, to our clients or um, our, you know, our our community, Yeah, it's about allowing them just to be who you are and stand up for that. Like stand yeah. up for what, you, what you're into or who you are and being individual or just – and essentially just liking yourself. Like I think it's just to feel comfortable in your own skin, to be able to feel comfortable being me, be, being yeah. you, just being comfortable to go, yeah, this is what I like and this is what I'm into and this is how I'm going to dress today and this is 
I do do this job and this is this is what I am. Without all the inhibitions that but we pile But also on being top. able to stand up for yourself. So, you know, I know we coach a lot of women in sort of corporates and things like that who yeah. just can't who who feel like they're 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 not really being able to even show who they are and stand up in that that environment or yeah. um you know so anyway so many so many instances where just they don't get to feel or or be, or stand up for who they are and what they know and you know yeah. obviously we've heard about imposter syndrome and all those different things that go on but at the end of the day can you do you like yourself mm. do you feel confident and and comfortable in your own skin and just and have faith in yourself just yeah, just yeah. The belief can you just that you're capable and you're yeah competent can you stand up can you stand up for yourself and and say even being able to i know we found a lot of work around helping women just speak their mind speak yeah. their voice say what they actually want to say without editing it or worrying about how it's going to be perceived just being that but that's anyway that's I guess that's in a nutshell of what I'd hope no filters I'd hope everyone well you know have empathy and understanding and but but just on them on in the most part of your life you are just comfortable with who you are and and you are able to show that to the world yeah that's I guess what confidence yeah, yeah. being a confident woman would mean to me and that I hope you know our clients get from from the work that we do fair enough i mean there's there's power in that authenticity i guess because it's hard to keep a ruse up and it's hard to maintain a persona that is not really you right if you're always trying to be someone else or trying to show something that's not you oh for sure it's exhausting it's mm. exhausting and i often use that like a a metaphor like it's sometimes like trying to keep a beach ball underwater when when yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're just trying to hold down who you really are it's it can be exhausting and yeah. um and not to be able to show who you really are can be really disempowering for women too yeah, or absolutely. disempowering for everybody but you know it chips away at your confidence. It chips away, absolutely, yeah. because you, you don't get to step into the, the person you want want to be and know who you are. So so that gives us a bit of an insight into how you feel about confidence. But um, tell us a bit more about what the driving force behind Rise Women actually was. Yes, well, right, look, as I said before, so when I came back from overseas and I was working in hotels again and yep. I'd been in the hotel industry for a lot of years. <laughs> by that point and anyone who's ever worked in the hotel or hospitality industry look it's very addictive and it's such a fun amazing industry but it's exhausting and it's underpaid and overworked and strange hours and definitely anyway it's a, it's it's you'd have you have to love it to want to want to participate and you know for for many I think I worked in it for over 15 years I loved it I loved it yeah. loved it loved it um but I was sort of getting to a point of, you know, where, I guess questioning where I was going to go in the industry and what was next. What was next. That's yeah. right. But then I actually discovered coaching at that point. And I went to, I remember going to an information night about becoming a coach and, yeah. and sitting in that room, I knew without a shadow of a doubt that that is what I was supposed to do and who I was supposed to be. Like That's I very just, cool. something, something just clicked that I was like 
oh, I got it. Like it was Duh. like it was like that yeah. insight. Overruled. So yeah. it was like everything I'd ever done and every lesson I'd learned up until that point was for that, for that. point. For That's like, crazy. It was like a, this, yeah, it was like the serendipity of, oh, I got this now. It's yeah. very clear to me where the where the where my future was was headed so mm. I started doing my course I started and as we said I you know I I was retrenched and then really used that that catalyst to to set up my own business and and do do coaching yeah um and almost as I you know as I started coaching and working with with people and I, I there was I coached a, a lot of women I did coach yeah. men too at that time but, but it, it was, was coaching broader coaching right oh uh, yeah yeah but Every pretty much every single one of my clients had a confidence goal. So a common thing. whatever they were doing, whether they were moving in their career or building a business or or you know all sorts of things, finding a relationship. Yeah, the underlying thing that was always missing was this confidence, and I really started to like piece this sort of thing together to go. They're just missing this really key foundation of their confidence is like. And it was like they had to almost get that part before they could could move on to anything. Take the next part before you can get a relationship. They needed that confidence in themselves before they could climb the corporate ladder or build that business. They needed that the confidence in themselves. They needed from that. That's right. That was this found, and that's when I started. You know, we started as we use now. Confidence is the foundation. Yeah, from which you build your life on, and all those sorts of things. But because. What I found was because I was showing up with confidence when I did presentations or meeting yeah. or anything like that, I realized that I was starting to attract clients that sort of was in this mindset of I want what she's got. Yeah. So I was attracting clients and then, you know, mm-hmm. as we've talked about before and we've talked about in, in the book and stuff, I started at presentations getting this conversation about oh you're so lucky to have confidence and I used to think oh my goodness I work so hard on my confidence (laughs) that I realized there was that was the missing piece for people that they Mm. they thought there was some sort of genetic code that that they didn't get they didn't realize it was accessible well they didn't and that or they didn't want to put the work in yeah. to actually having it. So I started through the through my coaching, I started really teaching my clients the yeah. the techniques and the information and the knowledge that I had that supported them in doing that. And you know what? It, it goes back to when I sort of said about, you know, there was this point of everything sort of led to this. You know, in my – I realised as a teenager, my – my mother was diagnosed with a with a brain tumor. Yeah. And as we, you know, I talk about in my book and and she and that was sort of in the 80s and she went on a, a real strong path of trying to heal herself and working out. She sort of pieced together, yes, she was doing all the medical stuff, but she was really piecing together at that point. And you know, there was a lot of stuff coming. I mean, Deepak Chopra was around and the yeah. Louise Hayes and all this information about healing your own life. And we just started to learn about how powerful our, our the brain is be. and how yeah. thoughts and all these things have on our on our body and you know how we if we keep anger down and what that the damage that causes so so as a teenager you know I was reading 
I was reading books about mindset and fear and, you and know. the girls I, were reading Dolly. Yes. Well, <laughs> well, I just, you know, I got onto a path because my mum was yeah. on, on that path and it was so, and I found it fascinating, like truly, truly and fascinating. It's so fortunate to be exposed to that at such a crucial um, transformative time of your life, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. And it was like, and you know, I started practicing and doing some of the techniques in these books, you know, at 15, 16, and they worked. Like they they started, you know, I wasn't in the popular group at school. I was low in confidence in certain areas. I would just, you know, I was, I carried a bit of weight. I wasn't that, you know, that crash hot on my, like I didn't feel great about myself all the time. Yeah. And I started to learn techniques that, that changed that. And that, you know, that was, that was eye opening. And I think that, you know, again, I get, you know, it was like, you know, whatever, 15 or so years later that I, you know, that then I found coaching and it was like, foundations were there, all that information that I've learned, you know, since then I've always read, as you know, I've always got a pile of 15 or so personal development books or books hanging around. That's right. There's, I'm like, I had this that thirst for this sort of knowledge now yeah. and that, you know, from from 15. So, you know, that not many people sort of get exposed to that at that age. So I really think that was such a benefit to me because as I started coaching, there, again, there was all this this background of that I had all this knowledge that yeah. I started to share with clients and then it just, you know, it evolves. It evolved from there and then yep. I started doing presentations about confidence and well then you start catering to a need, right? So it, you may be coaching because that's what that particular client wants, but someone else wants you to speak to a group. Yes, so well, you do just, that and the business just grew from there. That's right. It just became yeah, so then this confidence thing was I really started to identify how much it was missing as the as as I said that foundation. If you don't yeah. If you don't have confidence, it is really challenging to do anything. To do anything else. That's so true. To do anything. So, you know, and then when I, you know, as we started teaching these confidence techniques that obviously we still teach today, just the changes that made in, in, in people's lives. And also in ours though, because the more we teach and the more we want to offer our clients, the more we learn, right? We're always learning new techniques ourselves. And sometimes we do things and we don't even realize they're techniques. Then we go, oh, well, that worked. So yeah. let's incorporate that into it. So oh, it's, constantly, absolutely. it's a constant evolution of the business and of us, I think. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm learning off my clients all the time. And yeah. so many times I get a new client and I start working with them and I think, oh, yes, this is an area I need to work on actually. We'll take that funny <laughs> to the next level. Here, it's here a we mutual, go. mutual business relationship. Yeah, but we're learning all the time. But yeah. this again, this this concept of learning learning the, the techniques around managing fear and how to, you know, not worry about what other people think and how to build your confidence and – you know how to change that negative voice in your head like yeah. all these game changing foundational things are really yeah. key to to really people doing anything whatever they want in their lives yeah that's so true so what do you think the best thing about working in your business is then the best thing about working in rise yeah uh, other than me of course other than Just you saying. of course <laughs> um you are pretty good to have around by the way uh look i'd probably say just like I love co- coaching with po- and if, coaching and being part of our obviously yeah. we've got our private group for our course but 
um, and we're in there, you know, getting close to the women and hearing hearing the stories of the stuff that they're changing in their lives. But probably just working with positive motivated women who are really ready to step in and create their life like by the time they get to us yeah. or by the time they've made a commitment to even enroll in the course or commit to a coaching series yeah they're ready they're yeah, ready yeah. and they're even at, I was coaching a lady the other day it was only her second session and she said oh my god Jodie I can't even believe how much has changed after just doing From one session another. but I sort of said to her that's because but by the time she'd con by the time she contacted me to do coaching, yeah. she'd stepped in to say, Enough's enough, I'm ready. Yeah. Like and that shift in her It's a powerful place to start. It's a powerful place to start. So yeah. it's it's fabulous to be able to be at that point with that person that they're like, you know what, I'm I'm sick of losing that promotion. Enough's enough, I'm gonna make the change. Yeah. Or I'm. I don't want to be this person anymore. It's time for a change. Let's let's make this happen. I'm ready to learn, yeah. and you just work with, you know. I can see it when I come into the office, and Jody's just gotten off a coaching call, and she is buzzing. I am buzzing. I cannot I, tell you. I, I am. Yeah, because that, that energy is electric, and it's it's contagious. It is. It is. But that's that's the best thing. I mean, I just I get that buzz, but I also just because I'm seeing them make significant changes in their life and. You know, one of the best parts is they usually stay within our close knit community. Like yeah. there's a, uh, you know, in our, you know, in my my our groups and uh, you know, people are still contacting me that they've been coaching, they've mm. been clients or on our course for years. Yeah, and they're still coming back for the one off session, and I hear what they're up to, and then they need that sort of kick, but we get part to, to go to the next level, yeah. and it's so great to just. That's yeah. anyway. That's that's the exciting part of, of well. Running it's great to see that um, it's sustainable, right? So we give them these techniques, and we give them a, a new perspective and a way of thinking, and um, you feed off their positivity and their motivation that they've come to you with to create these this new, you know, new looking life for them. Yeah, but and they do sustain it, and they can absolutely. maintain it, and that's why they stay close because they understand that this is an ongoing thing. And actually, the the client that sort of said, "I can't believe you know how much has changed already." She she'd gone and watched some of the videos of the course because yeah. you know we with our coaching series we you know you get access to our course as well to get yeah. to get both to get some of the and it was funny she was saying oh I actually because in the, we explain as we explain all on the you know that confidence is something you can learn and master it's not the genetic name yeah. gene pool it's not lucky and she said to me actually I was that person Joey like <laughs> That's whatever <right. laughs> but she said but now I, now I know that I can't unknow it. Yeah. Like, and that's that's the power of some of the work we do is in in our you know is once they know some of this information or you know even stuff that I've done once I know once I read that in a book and it's the ahama or it's that insight. Yeah, I can't ever unknow that again. Nope. So if and then everything they, you do from that point onwards is done with that filter. That's right. right? So once they know that they have the power over their confidence it and it's everything. up. To, it changes everything. Yeah. And she felt so empowered because what what she felt was something that other people had that was unattainable for her all of a sudden became reach. A, became possible yeah, for yeah. her. That's so and amazing. everything started to change. So yeah. it is like, yeah, that's – anyway, that's that's the best part about working in this business. Yeah, we've gotten to meet so many amazing women and it's just so great to have that ongoing relationship with them and we see the things that they're achieving and – 
It's just fun. They're really yeah, great women. It is. Yeah. Okay, so let's flip it. What is the most challenging thing about working in this business? Oh, Other than me, well, of course. <laughs> social media drives me nuts. Yeah. But um, yeah. uh, look, I, I guess the 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 most chal- the, the hardest bit is yeah. I'll be honest is seeing and hearing and being a part of knowing the truly negative and destructive things that women say to themselves yeah. and some who really struggle to give that up like they they struggle to to see see how see how amazing they are like they just they've been conditioned or they've or they've caused this this created this habit for such a long time yeah. that it's so hard for them to break but you know as part of that coaching relationship or whatever i hear you know the coaching's a very powerful and intimate relationship that's created and you know there's a lot of trust that's built and and the things that i hear that what they say they say to themselves it's so confronting is yeah. truly terrible it's yeah. truly horrible. They'd never say it to someone they love. No. But they say it to themselves. That's which right. by default means that there's no true love there for themselves. No. And that's well, really that's, sad. That's right. But it's – I guess the the hardest part for me is sometimes I'm – I get really frustrated that smart, successful, amazing women are causing themselves and, you know, and sometimes their families because yeah. they speak negatively about the world and about themselves – the unnecessary damage that they do and yeah they they cannot see what what i can see they cannot and they they just even sometimes it's it's frustrating because they they sometimes even struggle to swap over to to being able to access that that view of themselves and there's just no need for them to be that destructive or or speak that negatively about themselves there's there's just no need but I guess the fact that obviously there's something that's triggered in them because the fact that they're with you in a coaching session means that even though they're having trouble breaking that habit they have gotten to a point where they realize it needs to be broken it is they just need help with the process that's right that's right but it it takes work yeah absolutely sometimes that's scary and they they need to change things and that's scary and whatever um and you know sometimes it does take longer than usual but again there's i don't think there's anything you you're always moving forward even in whatever so even yeah. if it's small changes it still it, changes it, it still changes and it's yeah. still great it's still all all it, it still all makes a difference to them but you know i and i have coached some truly amazing women who are like at the top of their industry like just and that the stuff they still say to themselves, it's like it's so sad, isn't it? I'm just like, oh my goodness! If if you knew what I could see, mm. like if you could, or if you could see what I could see, like you just wouldn't do yeah. that to yourself. But so I guess that that's you know apart from social media, <laughs> which we both hate, because that's has its days, the consistency yeah. of it, and um, you know, getting one like on your post that you spent 20 minutes writing. Uh, <laughs> apart from that, that's the most frustrating thing about yeah, or the, the hard t- part about working in this business. But fair enough. The good, the good offsets the bad. Yeah, absolutely. As it usually does. Speaking of good, let's lighten this up a bit. Yeah. What's the best thing about working with your business partner? You know, oh, as in you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tell me now that oh, we've got you want some so many smoke people blowing up you. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Okay. Um, the best thing about working with you. Yeah. 
Well, I love that you write all the important stuff because <laughs> you're the wordsmith of the of the partnership. I, do love uh, I love that you read all the legal documents that we get sent because sure. or that we have to tick off sure, or sign because sure. I don't want to do legal stuff I don't and you're do so it good either, at that. But yeah, it's there. Um, you know what? I guess just being in a partnership is just is is so powerful, yeah. especially with the right person, which yeah, I think yeah. you are, by the way. Oh, I know. Mm. Um, um, it's a good to have a sounding board, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, being able to share the journey, being able to share the challenges, being able to share the wins, being able to just bounce ideas, you know. Work through the challenges. I'm yeah. a big thinker and then you go, right, so let's put that into a plan. Like it's having <laughs> that, you know, I guess that that partnership. that, yeah. And we, are, we knew from the very – early stages that we complement each other because we're so very different we have so and we, yeah. we it's very clear what our roles are in the business and so I think that works that works well and that's and it's I just you know I enjoy the time that we spend together yeah to balance off the time that when we're working alone on the on the business yeah. so I, I can understand that that there's always so much more more motivation and high energy when we work together yeah um, and I really admire and almost feel sorry for people who do it on their own because it must be it, yeah. so hard to maintain those energy levels and that motivation Yeah. Um, when you've got no one to bounce your ideas off. No. No one who's as invested well, in what it. you're doing as you Yeah, are. I mean you can join network group and you can have business master. I mean there are things that people do to support that but yeah. not like – not this as valuable re- as not like this relationship, yeah. yeah, yeah. So don't go anywhere, please. Otherwise, <laughs> I'm not because <laughs> I don't want to read legal documents. Though I may, after I ask the next question. Um, oh, okay. So that was lovely. Thank you very much. <laughs> what is? Be honest. I, I may switch off my mic or my headphones for a bit. But what is the worst thing about working with your business? Oh, partner? you can't ask that. Yeah, yeah. I totally am. Um. Oh, look. I don't know whether there's really anything too bad. I could think of a couple. Can you? Yeah. Oh. Um, How much do you love it when I correct your spelling? Well, yes, that's annoying. <laughs> well, look, it's not. It's not annoying. It's just I think I that I feel like I disappoint you that I'm still a consistently bad speller. <laughs> <laughs> it's not disappointing. I'm amazed sometimes. Oh, I know because I'm um, pumping out. It's usually on I social know. media, and I'm pumping it out at some ungodly high hour. volume. Yeah. Probably the only other thing that's annoying that sometimes I just want to actually have one of those good old I'm giving up everything whinge days, whinge fest, and you you don't – I won't let her do it. You don't buy into that a no. lot. So I lose, you know, I have to sort of – You just force to have to, a whinge. Yeah, and I won't you force me to sort of get over stuff pretty quickly or when I'm like, it's all too hard, it's – you like, oh, stop your Next. carry on let's move on because you just write the yeah okay. so all right I'm gonna hang around I didn't mind that okay answer. that was cool well that's good to know all right let's get back to you I want you to tell me when are you the most confident version of yourself what Ooh. does that look like um look I've practiced in many different mm-hmm. areas so I think I'm I hope I you know in in quite a few areas of my life I would say that I'm I'm confident and I've worked hard on all different areas of my life, whether it's social or what have you, to m- make sure that I'm expressing me and yeah. doing that. Um, but you know what? I, I used to say, well, uh, and still do say, but I've said before that I f- the when I'm on stage yeah. delivering a keynote is like I feel the most me. 
that's when you're the bomb. Well, that's when I just feel like that's my place in the world. Yeah. Like I'm like I'm in flow. I'm 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 there. Comfortable. It's, it's whatever. And when I can see that the audience like are getting it, that mm-hmm. are getting like aha moments, like I can see like nods, whatever, and that I'm causing that positive change in their life, which yeah. happens in coaching too, but when it's to a room full of people and there's like there's engagement and there's just they get it mm. and I know that it's because I've said something that is like yeah. that they can't unhear again. Yeah, like yeah, it's like yeah. I, that's the, it'll stick. It's something that that will be mem that will be a memorable aha moment that will make a positive change. Yeah. And I, we've had I, that. We've had I do feel like the bomb. Back. Like that's the moment I go. Oh, I've got this, this. Is this is me? This is my. Yeah. This is. I. It's sort of. And it. You know. I don't want to get too fluff, fluff. But it's <laughs> like. It's like that's what I'm supposed to be doing. This is yeah. what I'm supposed to be doing. This was. This was the information I was supposed to be delivering to these people today, yeah. and I just feel. Yeah, I just feel like that's my. I get into that place in, the world. place in the world. Okay, so here's something you might all want to hear, um, and I think it's really valuable at this point in the conversation, that that is the point when Jodie is most confident in herself and yet 10 minutes before she gets on stage is probably one of the lowlights, yeah? That's oh, when we go well, into panic mode. That's when we go into, oh, my God, I don't know if I can do this. Um, the yeah. fear sets in, the self-doubt. But and that's all part comes from that, right? It's yeah. all part of the process. I think it is part of the yeah. yeah you have absolutely. to have those moments to push through to the to get yeah. the high to get the it's practice. Yeah, and as we said, it's a skill, right? It is. So to skill. get to that, um, to mastering that skill of confidence and standing up on that stage and knowing that you are in the right place at the right time, there's a whole process you need to go through, and you work on your techniques and you draw on the tools that you have to get you to that point. And there's so much value in that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. All right, so tell us about a time when you had really low confidence and what did you do to build yourself back up after that? Low confidence. Well, I guess like everyone, there's been some significant lows. Yeah, (laughs) we all go there. Because that's just – and, you know, that's what Rise Women is about. I mean, we – the whole – what we teach and what, you know, our whole whole conversation is that the low confidence moments happen and they happen all the time. To everybody. Like last week, Monday and Tuesday for me was a struggle, you know, but then Friday I was on top of the world because I'd started, a, you know, coaching with a new client and she was awesome. She got these really great breakthroughs. So it happens like within a week there can yeah. be the highs and lows of confidence, you know, and yeah. that's the point of that's the point of what we always say. It's not it's managing the, the low confidence and managing yeah. the roller coaster of confidence rather than and knowing that you've got those techniques handy. That's to right. Call on them when you need them. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, after after about a year after um, my second child was born, mm-hmm. I really I struggled. There was a real low. That was a real. I'd lost. I'd lost my way. Uh, you know, I had a toddler and a newborn as <laughs> or yeah. one year old. It was like. Um, I didn't have any business stuff going on. I, like yeah. I wasn't coaching. I wasn't speaking. I'd taken, you know, some time off to focus on the kids. And, so it was all about And to be honest, I, I don't even know food. how people necessarily sometimes do that juggle of toddlers and business. It's, you know, it wasn't something I could get my head around. Yeah. But I'd really lost a sense of me, I think, in that. And what I did about – like whenever, whenever I've – gone through I guess a period of low confidence or something there's a real I've got myself into a real rut yeah I just I know that I 
I force change. Like I, f- I really know that I have to take responsibility for where I'm at and I have to do something different to get a different outcome. Right. So I often, like as you know, I'm always reading and reading like different books and things, but I will go and probably – do a, you know, a significant personal development course and get yeah. new perspective and new thinking and new ways to look at it all. You know, sometimes I've, I've done some counselling and had to get, again, new perspectives, different ways of looking at things to help change the, that, change the view of it. Yeah. Um, but I also like make sure, again, I look at the confidence techniques and check who's in my inner circle, like who am I connecting with, who do I need to bring more positive people in or do I need to switch any of that up and then I generally do something to really push myself outside my comfort zone and feel like start achieving things again and feeling that. that I think that's why so many mums with new, like with little kids feel like that and so many women go through that phase is because who you've got in your inner circle and what you're doing to build your confidence is so, so crucial. Mm. And when your focus is just two little kids or three little kids or one little kid, there is no one else in your inner circle really. You connect with people here and there and there's mum groups and there may be a husband or a mum or whatever. But that that inner circle, the people that really drive you are little people who don't really interact with you much at that stage. Yeah, yeah. And you do need more. You need to draw on people who can give you that boost. Well, it's getting back into like I just need to start achieving almost my dreams again. So yeah. obviously at times I've, you know, picked up the business again and started working on that and, and yeah. different things. But it's like getting something back for me. I needed to just and feel like I'm achieving in that. Like as we yeah. talk about all the time, like you've got to be you've got to be in action. You've got to be achieving again. There's yeah. no it's sort of taking away again doing those things that create new new thinking and new perspectives and whatever but then pushing that comfort zone again to and you know whether it's like you join a gym and start you know feeling your body change or feeling yeah. like you achieved because you made it there once a week or whatever. even the smallest things that you can start congratulating yourself with to go oh I set that goal and, and I, did, I it. did it yeah even those small things really get I find get me out of that rut of a low confidence and start, you know, start building it back up again. And I'm always, you know, I surround myself, as we know, with books and good music and I just start bringing everything, start really doing like a uh like a check on a check on every area of my life and go, a right, what, check on. what can I do in this area to, yeah. to, you know, make this make this change or make this better or, yeah. So of all the things that you'd be doing, because I, I've known you for a while now and I know that there are lots of different techniques that you pull on and there are lots of different ways that you work on building your confidence. Um, what's something that you do that you know benefits keeping your confidence levels high consistently? Something that you've kind of incorporated into your daily routine that allows you to maintain a certain confidence level? Well, I get my hair cut and dyed every <laughs> six weeks without fail. Yep, Sometimes it goes it to seven, good. but it, six weeks is, you know. and. It. I know that sounds so, but that like that makes me feel good about myself. Like just it's a little confidence hit. It's just I, you know, as anyone who's ever looked at our Instagram page or whatever, which I always share my hairdressing flights on, um, (laughs) plights on. Like I love red hair, but that's me. So I get a bit of me back. I get that bit of, you know, I like bright red hair and a bit funky and a bit something about it. You know, but there's a bit of that that boosts my confidence again because I feel like me again yeah and as you know I always I always 
I always get dressed. And again, I know that sounds, but I guess on a daily technique, yeah. I do not, you know, I've, I've had a home office for, you know, almost 15, oh, God, my goodness, 20, maybe coming up to 20 years now. Yeah. I always get dressed. I do not work in pyjamas. True story. I do not work, like, I put makeup on most days. Yeah. I put my earrings on most days, especially if I'm doing a Zoom call or a coaching client. But, you know, and I used to get out a lot more and do a lot more networking stuff. But even that, I get dressed to go out and actually connect with people. All those things, especially when you're a work from home business or have a home office, you need to focus on getting dressed, feeling like that, that, that feeling like you're that corporate woman or that businesswoman and getting out. And that's it's about transforming your mindset, isn't it? It is. It's about putting so yourself in that right. There frame is no of mind. way I could coach in my pajamas or yeah, no. just out of bed or like no, it no. So they're the little they're my probably my daily and you know again yeah. it's like feeling good on the outside or feeling good and but never ever working in pajamas. And I guess they're like <laughs> they they almost become no brainers, right? So it's not something that you need to think about anymore. You've just incorporated that into your daily routine. It's not Well, I just the used hair to gets try it every 6 weeks I just I did it and then I just I'm not productive. I'm not I don't have my I don't feel like a businesswoman when I'm in pajamas. Pajamas and my sneakers or my tracksuit. No. Yeah. I f- want to wear those when I'm comfy watching Netflix at home or you know that's not businesswoman yeah. mode. That's not I'm running a business or I'm coaching a new client or I'm – you can't – that doesn't work. That yeah, They're yeah. two separate it things. It makes a big difference. And it does switch my mindset, you know, over. Yeah. Okay. So let's take it back a notch. We know what you do to keep your confidence levels high. Um, but, look, the reality is we all experience negative thinking and self-doubt mm-hmm. at times, um, yep. usually more often than not, which is terrible. Even when you are achieving self-doubt and um, negative thinking can come in and start to, you know, get a grip on you. What do you do to manage it when that sneaks up? Well, firstly, I I relate to it as normal, which yeah. I know sounds strange, but you know what? It is normal. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes the aha moment for for our clients is that they get that the negative thinking is normal there's nothing wrong with negative thinking it's just what you do about about it at that point and And i that idea of this being something wrong with it it sends them into a spiral doesn't it well because then they think there's something wrong with them and it just keeps going down so i i actually relate to the negative negative thinking and self-doubt i relate to it as a byproduct of playing the game of life that i I play at my yeah. at the level I play it at. So, you know, I sometimes say like if you exercise, you expect sore muscles, right? Yeah. You expect that. It's part of the game. Especially if you're pushing beyond, you know, if you lift a weight that you haven't lift that's heavier than what you've or you're pushing the boundaries of yeah. the exercise, you will be sore the next day. We know that, right? Yeah. We know and and it's just accepted. Everyone knows that and right. it's part of the process. So I yeah. I treat negative thinking and self-doubt the same it's it's a byproduct if I'm pushing the boundaries of my comfort zone which I'm often doing and doing new things then I expect negative thinking and self-doubt to show up now they show up it's not a problem it's what I do with that yeah yeah I don't relate to them as you're ready for it I'm ready for it yeah and I don't relate to them as the truth or reality I just relate to them as I've pushed the levels of my or I'm about to push the level boundaries of my comfort zone and try this oh here's that natural negative talk self-talk whatever and then what what I do to manage it is 
I often try to get perspective and I talk to you yeah. and you don't let me buy into it, <laughs> like we said before. Yeah. I go, oh, my God, I've got to give up everything. And you're like, yeah, okay, Let's, uh, can we have a coffee and move on now, please? Um, I ensure positive people are around me who are playing the same le- level yeah. of life as me. Like yeah. don't get don't get advice from someone who's not – Who's, we say that all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Not like we doing get parenting like, advice from people who don't get have kids. Get surrounded by people who are positive and going. Yeah, Playing I'm building business game. too, and I'm like up for you know. Yeah. And sometimes I actually set a future date. So I play this game with myself that if I'm like, especially if I'm like, oh, the business is too hard. It's all too hard. You know, <laughs> da, da, da. I got one like on the social media. Um, and then the negative thinking starts, you know, you're not cut out for this, da, 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 yeah. da, you know, all that and the self-doubt. Then I go, okay, so I'm not going to think about this. I'm going to keep going for another month and then I'll question whether I should like right. buy into these thoughts. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I actually – but the, the So pure, you don't let it stop you. Well, I just I – just, I don't try to change. I just go, okay, I hear you. Yeah. I'm not going to think about – all these neg- I'm not going to buy into this or, or question that the self-doubt has you question everything. Yeah. I'm going to put that off for a month or two months or I'll I'll just keep going till Christmas and then <laughs> – so the one, you know, the bit yeah. of the wobble I had last week, I was like literally I'm going to keep going till Christmas and then I'm going to like listen. Revisit it I'm then. Gonna, yeah. But yeah. by then it will be something completely different, right? Yeah. But the fact that I've put it off to another date seems to – trick my like I'd almost like tricking my mind into there's this future date that I'll I'll think about that but I'm too busy today to yeah, think yeah. about today it today I'm getting into action about making <laughs> things right. happen I love that that is very yeah, cool that's my little that mind trick of cool. myself I might have to adopt that one I've never thought of that one but mm. I like it all right so you and I both have preteens which is as we know both um, it's lots of fun, ladies. Uh, two weeks, two oh, weeks you've and got I've a, got a teenager. I know, me, mm. me too, in mm. like a month. Mm. They're teenagers, yes. 13-year-old daughters. Um, we both know it's a very volatile time. These girls are trying to find themselves and as a woman, you know, you're finding yourself all your life. Um, but it's trickier for these women, these girls, because they have hormones and everything and, you know, mm. it, they're so it really a, on a self-discovery journey at the moment. So different to the one we had when we were teenagers, right? Because they have to navigate this social media. The world's a different place. Um, and I think it's harder for them to see through all the noise and, and find something really valuable to hold on to. So what's the one thing that you would want your daughter to know now that you wish you'd known as a, te- as a teenager, but in regards to confidence specifically? Oh, um. I think like the biggest turning point which which I as you know as I was introduced to these books and different things as a teenager as sort of you know mid to late teens the biggest shift for me was that just because I have a thought does not make it true right. and once I got that concept that was life changing and I do hope that's that's the to get that as early as possible to get that concept and understand it as early as possible I think is the is the game changer for for hopefully for teenagers that that just don't believe everything it's not don't believe everything (laughs) you think like it's just not just because you had a thought does not make it true and that the I guess the work that you put into mindset you know just like working on negative beliefs and uh, sorry and limiting beliefs or negative thinking the yeah. skill that you 
to to learn and manage to be a, to learn and manage to control your mind is absolutely the best skill you will ever learn in your life. So the earlier you can do that, yeah. and as much as it's you know great to learn everything they learn at school, and I know there are some programs now that support the thinking stuff, but the to learn to manage their mind would be the would be the best skill that they learn yeah. as teenagers. They can take it through with them for their well, entire life. Well, it's just you life. need that for everything. Yeah. Absolutely everything. Yeah. And the other thing is I think I'd say that the popular girls at school mean shit when you left school. Like just <laughs> yeah, don't so – true. I don't think – it seemed, you know, and I wasn't in the popular group at school, but like it seemed like that was like the setup for life. And mm, it was That not, was the ultimate It goal. was not the setup for life. Like I just wish I'd – anyway, it's always that. wish I'd – had mm. the my brain now on a you know 15 year old body we would but have done things very differently but then again we may not have been where we are now because well, it's no, all part that's of the right. process but it's You've just sometimes it i think like the there's always the the cool group or the popular group that that just doesn't Means mean nothing. anything once <laughs> you leave school it just anyway so that's that's what i hope she gets i hope well yeah. and i'm already and you're working drumming, on it yeah drumming yeah. stuff into it but um Definitely. i wish i that's what i wish i knew as a teenager. Yeah, that's very cool. All right, so now we're going to get into some short, quick answers, right? Okay. So it's going to be a, a, a real – Our um, power questions. Snappy, yeah, power questions. Um, so I'm going to hit you with a question and then you just hit me with your answer. Okay, all right. All right, what do you wish every woman knew? I wish every woman knew how strong they actually are, that they don't owe anybody anything. Yeah. <laughs> I wish they just knew, I wish everybody, and some people do know this, but I wish everybody, I wish every woman knew that they can create the life and the confidence levels that they want, but it's not going to get handed to them. They, if they don't, like they have to, they have to make it happen. And if they don't take control of their life and their confidence levels and how that looks, then they're just going to end up being an extra in someone else's movie. Mm, that's not where you want to be. You want to be the like, no. headline. That's right. You want your. You want to run. You want to be the star of your own life. Yeah, absolutely. Not the extra in somebody else's life. And totally. I wish. I wish that's what I want every woman to know. Awesome. What is your superpower? My superpower. Yeah. Um. Have you watched Dead to Me? You haven't watched no, it yet. I have. Anyway, there's a really great line in it, and um, that I've been seeing pop up because it is a really great line it's one of those yeah. like, but and I was like that's me but it was like it's like read the room yeah. I can read the room right I, and I don't know whether that came from I worked in big hotels and ran big banqueting big convention centers and I had to be able to read the room and yeah. know when things were gonna, needs. And, yeah yeah but I am and even on the weekend we were standing at my son's soccer game and I could read that there was a woman who I didn't know she was on the opposition team standing like a couple of meters up from me and I could see that there was something wrong with her daughter there was something there was something not right she couldn't and I went over and I said are you looking for the bar like I didn't know whether the daughter needed to go to the toilets or whatever and she she said oh no she needs to sit down on what the grass was all wet and muddy like anyway so I got one I had a like a poncho thing that I mm. so I said just ha-. but I could like I can read I can sort of almost like Open see to... see when someone needs something before before they even ask for it like yeah. I just that's I think that's my 
my That's superpower. Cool. cool. I'm always getting stuff. As we talked about before, <laughs> I can see that that woman is not going to be able to reach that can of beans. So I'll get it for her before she asks for it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm always almost jumping in to help people. I'm yeah. a helper, helper in that way. Yeah, yeah. Well, I look at Rise Women. Yes, right? well, that's true. Okay, but even in that, one. but even in that, I yeah. think I can, I can. He- I think the superpower I have in that is just I can hear the words and hear the limiting beliefs, even if they can't. Even if they, because they're just used to saying things that they say, and I yeah. can like grab onto it and go and sort of like feed it back to them, and yeah. they go, "Oh my god, I can't believe I actually think like that." But that you know we yeah, often yeah. we often say a lot of words that without actually noticing what, what they, they mean, mean when you and the impact yeah. that they have that's yeah, right absolutely. that's right all right heels or flats oh my god is that even a question <laughs> heels of course awesome. all the time um, now i know there might be a few of these but tell me what is your favorite quote or rule that you live by oh there's so many um, my favorite 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 is Everything is working out perfectly. Mm-hmm. I say that mantra to myself all the time, especially at three a.m. when the the world is falling world apart. is falling apart because <laughs> I just it just calms my nerve that everything that's happening is working out perfectly. I don't know how it's going to look perfect, but it is. It's all going to be perfect. It's yeah. just all going to be perfect. Which actually, um, anyway, this is not a quick answer, so I'll give you this as quick story. Right. I actually had that when I was I was travelling, I think I was about 27. Yeah. I was travelling America by myself for eight weeks. Wow. And there was lots of outside my comfort zones. Yeah, it was lots of scary moments of getting off buses, trying to find accommodation. There's lots. And that was my mantra that I just – that I used that the whole way around America yeah. to calm – to calm the fear and I still have used it yeah I still use it to this day love it what are your backup ones um look as I I say all the time the one my mum used to always say which was you teach people how to treat you yeah I think if you if you believe that then you you stand that you you take some level of responsibility that you you've you you set the boundaries. I think yeah. that's that. So when things aren't going, you, you have to take the responsibility of what boundaries did I not, you know, not yeah. uphold, or how did I let that? And the other one is I t- just to take a hunt, like take full responsibility, take a hundred percent. Like I think that's my go-to. Yeah, and and that doesn't mean um, take blame. It no. doesn't mean to accept. Um, you know, it's the power. It's something you that just someone get, else has done. It's if, about your ability to re- respond, right? That's We've right. We've spoken about it's, this before. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. having the power. If it's if it's 100% my responsibility, then I've got 100% control. Control. Yeah, yeah I can change it. Yeah. So if it's someone else's, then it, the control is given to them. So it's mm-hmm. better to take 100% responsibility. Well, and you then, can't change what other people can do, well, but no, you that's can right. change how you react to it. That's right. right. Not that I do that all the time, but sometimes. <laughs> We're all a work in progress. It's okay. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Tell me who inspires you and why? Oh, it's a tough you one. You know, it is a tough one. There's, I'm, I'm inspired. I'm inspired a lot by, by clients, like mm-hmm. um, probably because I get to, again, sort of see intimately what they're doing and the changes they're making and hear the the struggle that what the, what they need to do to change the negative thinking, their resilience, yep. their tenacity, they just and their just commitment to create the life they want. Yep. But I, out in the world, I'm 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 inspired by people 
where I see mental toughness, where I see people that they work hard to maintain, you know, just strength of, of mind and, yeah. and keep tenacity and keep people who keep trying no matter how many times they fail. That They're fighters. That inspires yeah. me. I love those sort of stories or that sort of yeah, that and, sort and, of and thing. we know this because there are like dozens of books in our office. Yeah, of, that's right. Yeah, stories of people who have made it, but not easily. No, people who have had to work well, really hard made, for I what mean, they wanted. That you know, reading a book about someone who made it easily—not that I've ever found one—but because because yeah, yeah. nobody be wants true. to write a book about that person, it's not really interesting. Not, yeah, yeah, and, and no one will believe it. <laughs> and no one the reality will believe is it. Everything takes hard work. Right? No, that's right. All right. We're going to wrap it up. Tell me, how would you finish this sentence? If I had even more confidence than I do now, I would? I would. If I had more confidence than I do now, I would teach myself Facebook advertising. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't expect that one. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) It seems like just at the moment that is such a hard hurdle to climb. Mm. I will do it. Yeah, I'm not sure when. But I know you. Will. I will do it. But if I had more confidence, I'd probably jump into that at the moment. But I'll have to build myself up and change my perspective and surround myself with the right people to yep. make that happen. To make that happen. And maybe I'd get a tattoo. I'm not oh. sure. Oh, <laughs> funny you should mention that because I, I got two last. I week. I know you have to wait for your interview. I to know. Tell I know. We'll it. give you more information on that later on. Um. Right. So I think this has been amazing. I think we've all gotten to know a bit more about Jodie and the beauty of it is I've known her for years and I learned things that I didn't know. Oh, good. Um, So it's been lots of fun. Thank you so much for um, giving us some insights into what makes you tick and, you know, what's gotten you and Rise Women to where it is now. Um, Great. I hope you've enjoyed it. I have. Do you have any last comments that you'd like to leave us with? No, just thank you for being my business partner, being a <laughs> great podcast interview. Is that the first time you've interviewed anyone? Yes, there for you go. anything ever. For anything ever. So well, there you go. One. Congratulations. You've thank just, you. You've just done it. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Ladies, if you loved what you heard, then guess what? I'm being interviewed soon. Yes. Jodie will be interviewing me, so stay tuned. Um, we'll be interviewing lots of other amazing women as well and – There'll be lots of other podcasts. So don't forget to subscribe, leave us a review, a rating, whatever you'd like to do, comment, send us your feedback. Um, we're happy to accept all of it. Yes. Um, thank you. <laughs> and anything, as always and for also to, to like direct messages or do something. Yeah, if there's we'll topics, take it all. if there's topics you want to hear that we we're not haven't touched on or where you're finding particular challenges with your confidence, please send us ideas. You know, yeah. please send us those because we'd love to to create, you know, create those podcasts specifically for our audiences, exactly what you want to hear. So definitely. We'd love it. Excellent. Thank you, Jody. Thanks, everyone. Until next time, remember, be you. We like her best. Yes. Bye for now. Bye-bye.